everyone, my name is Mike Reeves and this is For Your Consideration, direct post-movie emergency pod with my friend Brandon Borges. Uh, it's Borges. Sorry, Borges. Uh, yeah. I finally said your name right. I know, but like it just sounds weird when you say it right. Yeah, it does. I didn't feel right when yeah, I said in this, it. In this house, it's Borges. It's Borges. Sometimes shithead. Only with Joe. <laughs> <laughs> now, she's not here this weekend, you had to bring it up. I had to. Anyway, we just watched the movie, and, and it it just... Are we sure there was a movie and not, like, aliens in our brain? Maybe. I'm not really sure. I don't know. Why don't I introduce, introduce it? We present for your consideration today, Swiss Army Man. Yeah. What? <laughs> I am still speechless. Yes. A movie it came out last year, and the one thing I'd heard about it was that it featured Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter himself, Harry Potter, as a farting corpse. I did not know about the farting I thought, going in. I thought it was a gag when I first heard it, like <laughs> like it was some sort of like funnier die sketch. Yeah, and. I meant to watch it, and like it's been on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. You were over today, and I said, "Why don't we just go for it?" And it's been on my list for a while too. Mm-hmm. But all I knew was that he was a multi-purpose tool. <laughs> uh, I did. I had no inclination about the uh, the farting. <laughs> you wouldn't think it would be that funny. Well, it wasn't at first. At first, it was like a lot of slapstick. Like, yeah. it, all right, the joke got old, but then. It became beautiful. Yeah. It was like a piece of art. It was like... And I'm not joking about it. I know. I I didn't expect to have this reaction to it. No. I I think I almost cried at the ending. Like, it was that dramatic. <laughs> we're, we're setting up to watch the movies later, and Brandon told me that he needed to go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, after this movie, I said I need to go home. Like, I need time to think and get my life sorted after the episode that we just endured yes so when we we start out yeah we'll do like a a plot and brief can we can we (laughs) i don't think that's possible all right we'll do the first five minutes all right then we'll talk about our reactions to everything yes so paul dano one of the Finest actors of this generation. Without a chin. (laughs) I have to pause the movie and tell you (laughs) that Paul Dana has, like, one of those faces where you're not sure if he has a chin or not. Like, the jaw is, like, trying. There's a little nub and, like, wants to to get there, but it's not quite there. Sorry to all you chinless listeners out there, but... Apologies. Apologies. Go find a chin. A thousand pardons. Go find a chin. (laughs) But he's stranded on a desert island. I don't know if that counts as an island. It was like a patch of sand in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. I guess guess that's an island. It's not abundantly clear actually where he is. Or how he got there. Yes. Like, there was a lot of clues at the beginning with, like, floating objects. Yes. With written, like, crash landed. But, like, you just kind of get thrown in. Yes. And he's about to hang himself. At which moment he finds... The corpse. Yes. Which is none other than our 
Voldemort survivor himself. The boy who lived. lived. But also, didn't. in this movie, didn't live. But kind of was alive. But then came back. <laughs> it, it turns out that this corpse has all sorts of magical powers that... Yeah. Well, like, not magical. Know. It's, like, just very practical powers. I'm not going to get that much into it. <laughs> yeah. You need to watch this movie. Put the subtitles on. Yeah, it it could be a little hard to hear what yeah, it, they're we, saying. We turned it on because it was hard to hear a couple times when Daniel Radcliffe, like the corpse, was coming back to life. Oh yeah, spoilers. Spoiler. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put a spoiler in. All right, like right at like I, I the two a, minute I think mark. That's a good idea because we're just gonna talk no, about yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> it, it's just, at this point, it's to. it's done. Um, but and, like. It actually enhances... Typically, I don't like subtitles because it's very distracting, but it actually helps you understand what they're saying because it's very kind of muted and... And guttural. Yeah. Like, kind of like Batman trying to ask where she is, and it's just like, what? Are you speaking bat? Like, I don't understand. What are you talking about? (laughs) But I think what struck me about this movie is really what it's saying... The message. The message about being yourself. And, and being fine with it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Like, fart in front of who you want to fart in front of. Yeah. Like, listen right. up, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can fart in front of her. You just owe her 20 bucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, you could do it. Gotta weigh the, the <laughs> fart fine. <laughs> but, I mean, ultimately, it's not just about the farting. It's... About accepting that, like, we're all ugly sacks of shit that are going to die one day. And as depressing as that sounds, they did such a good job with it. Yeah. Like, making you realize that, like, you just have to make yourself happy because no one else is going to do it for you. Yeah, I came out of this thinking, like, yeah, I am a worthless sack of shit. Like, But I'm okay with it because I'm happy right now. Right. Who cares? Yeah, like, who the fuck cares? Like, I don't care what they think. And... The way they approach it with, like, with Manny, Daniel Radcliffe's character, approaching Hank's explanation of the world mm-hmm. with, like, a childlike yeah, yeah. curiosity and, like, asking why certain things were and weren't. Yeah, he and had the, so, like, for you guys, it, he had, like, the type of personality, like, you know, I know you've seen a character like this, where it's, like... They're from, like, another planet, or they're, they're, like, not from this time, and they're just constantly questioning, well, why did we do that? Like, why? Well, like, what's the point? But about, like, the most simplest things. So, like, not talking about, like, things that have become social norms nowadays that, like, you know, like, we just don't talk about or deal with or discuss as a society, and it's just, like, but he's just, like, well, why not? Like, just fucking do it. Like, yeah. Why do you, why do you have to make yourself miserable? Like, exactly. I'm cursing a lot on this podcast. I'm sorry. Seriously. I'm just... It's okay. I'm worked up. Apparently on iTunes we have a clean rating. I don't know how that ever happened. Let's just not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but just... Overall. Overall. And like the, the, the friendship within the movie. Yeah. The, 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 the bonds that they formed together on that bus <laughs> in the middle of the woods. And their makeshift movie theater. Oh, yeah. With shadow puppets. And they're... Uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. So, <laughs> the whole movie was 
just like the core concept was about if you don't know Jurassic Park, you don't know shit. Exactly. <laughs> can we can we talk about our Jurassic Park theme? Uh, absolutely. So, a couple of years ago, I ruined Jurassic Park for our friend group. Ruined, yeah, ruined <laughs> Jurassic Park for everyone. When I think it was when we were at Fenway for my bachelor party. Yeah, and it was something about the scoreboard. This was like the weekend that Jurassic World came out. Yes. And that's why it was in everybody's mind. But I think Polardi asked like where one of the scoreboards was or something. Yeah. And you took his head, <laughs> a la Sam Neill touching Lardern's head when they see the Brachiosauruses. <laughs> and you sang, Turn your head and look at the big scoreboard over there. Which then turned into... Turn your head and look at the big dinosaur over there. <laughs> and I, yeah, I have definitely ruined Jurassic Park, at least the theme song for all of us, because of this. And I don't regret a thing. No, nope. but <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the 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 reason that Jurassic Park was in this movie was. I, uh, I don't even. It just it was there. Like they just used it as a relating, like a a thing to relate. Yeah, it. I think it was when he was trying to get Manny to remember things about his life, and he started for some reason he started with the Jurassic that particular Jurassic Park theme. Yeah, and well, no, he what he started with was like kind of breaking the fourth wall about how like the hairs on the back of your neck will stick up and like you'll. Your eyes will suddenly grow wider, and the and camera the, zooms in, oh, and the yeah, music yeah. grows, and it's epic. And it, like he's trying to like make Daniel Radcliffe remember what like being a human is, and like bringing him back to that. And then they kind of go into like the you know like what is her name Laura Laura Dern Laura Dern uh, with like you know like Laura Dern the Brachiosaurus you know Jurassic Park, and then they start singing it, and uh, it was it was just so relatable for us, <laughs> so relatable, and. I think the creativity that went into the different ways he tried to mm-hmm. get Hank tried to get Manny to remember what being alive was like. Yeah, and like what love was. What and... love and and the way that they're kind of falling in love with each other, but but it's like a like a best friend thing. Best friend thing where it's like you know those best friendships where it's like does that cross the line? It, it was that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So all the events of the movie happen. Oh god, but I'm not ready for this. Do you think and like I don't really care what the answer actually is. Right. It's just your interpretation. Yes. Like is the corpse being alive just a construct within Hank's mind? Or the the like all the different capabilities of of the yeah. corpse. I don't think it was in his mind because how could he have gotten from that island to where he was and survived like made fire right like I think it's but supposed to be it's kind of like a like a like a hyper reality yeah sort of like thing. a hype I don't think it's supposed to be like this universe I think it's supposed to be like yeah another universe I, where this I mean, type of thing can happen. For getting into it, I think, like, the whole movie is just kind of a metaphor. Like, right. It's, yeah. But. Mandela the, effect. 
Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Brandon. <laughs> All right. Fucking Mandela effect. Sorry, I got you off your train of thought. Anyway. But, like, seeing the way that Hank interacts with Manny and then how all the other people that they come upon yeah. react to Manny, it's like... And I did get fearful of that. Like, I thought, like, maybe the whole time he was dead. Because, I mean, like, at the end, they're just, like, treating him like a corpse. They're bagging him up. They're tagging him. and Tag it, tag it? <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, then what happens at the end when he motorboats away from the Yeah, off into the ocean. Who knows? Looking like a little grinning corpse. I think, in a way, they're kind of the same person. Because there's a so lot of... So you think that Manny was, like, a part of Hank? Sort of, like, in the way that their memories and stuff are, like, melding at the end. Yeah, when the bear attacks. Yeah. There are a lot of things that happen in this there's movie. There's a lot of things. Like, like a you, lot of things. You think an hour 37, it's a pretty yeah. quick movie, but there's a lot and, like, of stuff like, it was in a little here. slow at first, but then, like, shit happened, and it happened fast. Yeah, and I felt myself, like, riveted the whole time. I couldn't look away. Yeah. Like, was... and I'm not just doing cheesy, like, captions about movies. Like, I literally could not stop watching and, like, being fearful of what was going to happen. If you're doing the poster a year after this movie came out, you can put me on there <laughs> I was riveted. <laughs> My dreams. Yeah, that's going to be the newest thing that, uh, what is that? What's the studio for? A24. A24. That's that's what they're going to start doing. You know what? Let's start marketing our movies a year, a solid <laughs> year later. That's the new indie thing. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our new marketing strategy. Right. It, I, it was great. It was, it was. I did not, so, I mean, like, I knew it was going to be okay on an indie scale. And you, and like I know you know exactly what that means, mm-hmm. where it was like okay I didn't waste my time, but it's not something that I regret not going to the movie for. Yeah, and but I was. It's definitely an indie movie in that it's like very limited scope, like very specific. You have to be okay with everything that happens in this movie, or else you're gonna fucking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> so like Jill, never watch this movie. I, I I don't think I don't think this is one that she I don't know like I I know she likes airplane and I know she likes but it's not that's not it's not that comedy though it's not the wordplay it's not the witty repertoire of that it's it's like like, it's like it's on the whole I don't want to say it's like like farts and boobs jokes but like it is but it isn't it's It's, on that level it's kind of commenting on how basic like like how ridiculous it is that we think those things are funny but it's still like yeah kind of funny. Like but then it's getting on the other end of, like, what we think we really shouldn't, like, get into as a people and society and, like, what we have to maintain, you know, like, right. as a social status. And it's just, like, I don't know. I probably sound so, like, uh, what's the, like, bougie. Like, oh, we're bougie uh, AF so bougie podcast. AF. <laughs> bougie AF. You came in drinking a Starbucks caramel macchiato. <laughs> Way too much caramel Starbucks. Like, tone it down. I asked for a little extra drizzle. You gave me half a canister of it. The barista said, you want some fucking drizzle? <laughs> I'll give Here's you some drizzle. fucking drizzle. <laughs> I'll give you some fucking drizzle. But. But. Back to the bougie cast. Back to the, to the bougie cast. I liked it. Overall, I would at least say 9 out of 10. Only because I was unclear of certain things but i yeah. feel like that's what makes it a nine out of ten right and i'm trying to I'm, I'm looking up right now 
who directed this like i like while you do that like i i like movies where they leave you wanting something like like an answer but they're not like a dick about it you know what i mean yeah like and like the answers are just kind of irrelevant anyway. yeah it's like it does it really matter if i know if the body was real or like alive or not no, or it doesn't if matter it was in his mind like no it's all stuff that's like you know what but that's that's um, for you to decide yeah, as the and viewer. The, the message itself really struck me at my core. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think the movie had any problem passing that off as soon as Hank passed his gas. Yeah. I don't know uh, directors. There's a couple different directors. I didn't, don't really know any of their other credits. But, but props they did. to them. And it was, like, really expertly shot, too. Shot. There's yeah. a lot of really cool angles. Yeah, you and, were saying that. Like, then they're running out of the cave the raccoons like eating at his face and they run out of the cave there's like really cool like angle up yeah. shot at it but like you can see the whole scene from that one shot like it doesn't have to move you can just see all of their interactions just for that right and i kind of loved like how throughout the movie he discovered like the various things that daniel radcliffe's corpse could do and like just <laughs> I, I don't know i just loved it like the conversations that they had and like You've been solidly talking about masturbation for, like, 20 minutes. And I'm still, like, into the conversation. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, like... It wasn't, like, beating a dead horse about the joke. It was, like, I'm involved. <laughs> yeah, right. And it also really gets into, like, human beings' base desires. Like, mm -hmm. sexuality like, and things like that. Sex, like things love, and, like, wanting to be needed. Right. I guess, like, and, like... It's it's just all about the things that nobody ever wants to talk about. Yeah. Not even with loved ones. I'm even feeling a little weird talking about it right now. It's fine. It's just you, me, your mic, in your bedroom. All 15 of my listeners. <laughs> <laughs> really? 15? Uh, probably more. I don't know. <laughs> I was going for less. Oh. But just to be an ass. <laughs> okay, 16. <laughs> so that's all out of it. Um, what did you think overall? Overall, like rating, like rating out of 10, I'd give it like a 9.3. Okay. Just to, just to beat just, me. Just to be different. I okay. <laughs> Cause like, I mean, just like, to be weird. there were things that like, I, like I said, I, I think it could have been a 10 if I had answers, but at the same time, I don't know. It, Didn't need them. It's Unlike anything I've ever watched before. I would definitely agree. And you and I have watched a lot of things. Yeah. And a lot of and weird different, premises. Different and... weird, like, scales of, like, you've been up here, I've been down there watching, like... All over the place. Yeah. And this... It just... It threw me. We were literally staring at the screen, and it ended, and the first words that were out of my mouth were, what the fuck? And all you could do was laugh. I just all you could do was giggle, and it, like it was, I was just so I didn't know what to do. Like taken aback with it, like I didn't know what to do. I don't know. Just like, what is life? I have to go do some soul searching. I I think I do. Yeah. I think that's the answer of the movie. Just find yourself and be happy. Just be yourself. Yeah. You know what, listeners, be happy. Be happy. Bob Marley said it best. <laughs> I was a <laughs> freaking asshole. <laughs> you can choose to be okay with yourself. You okay? Sorry. You okay? You can be okay. You can be okay with yourself.
and be happy with it. Right. You don't have to... 2017. You 2017. Be you. you be you. <laughs> Just don't give any fucks anymore. Yeah, like, why do, why do we give a fuck? You deserve to be happy. Is, I think... And love yourself. And love yourself. Like, I think, self-love. Yeah. I think it was a lot about, like, being okay with who you are and loving that fact. And then, you know, like, like, um, Daniel said, or sorry, Manny said, it was about finding, like, we're all sacks of shit that are a little bit ugly and a little bit fucked up, but we have to just find someone who's okay with that and right. will want to be around us like that because we're okay with them being like that too. Mm-hmm. I think that was, I think that was important. Yep. I like when Hank is describing like what a relationship is to Manny. Yeah. Like they're talking about like watching Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. About having to go out when you're dating, but then when you're comfortable. Right. You're just at home. And I was waiting for him to say Netflix and chill. Yeah. But it was kind <laughs> of clear that this character had like never had any sort of yeah, close he, relationship like that. Like he he's just a, a very lot. lonely person. Yeah, he talked a lot about relationships and love for never being in it himself. Right. Not even having a good relationship with his father. Yeah, and that was weird too, the way well, I think the dad, when he got there, he thought the body and the body bag was Hank. Yeah. Well, and that's yeah, why that he's just like, I can't yeah. look at it. I gotta go. Like, I can't handle this. Right. But the look and the, the final scene that he gives to him, like, <laughs> yeah, he was like... The, the approval look. I'm sorry. Was he a little uh, <laughs> cross-eyed? He was like, <laughs> he was looking out both corners of his eyes <laughs> at the same time. He was a little cross-eyed. Just saying. But like, like dad, but, you should not be that judgmental if you can't even look straight. I think part of it that character maybe this is my read on mm-hmm. it is that he's seeing him, his son and his son being okay with who he is and kind of being happy in that okay because you think that his son was like always unhappy and awkward yes okay i would i would say that that's a fair assessment of the, that end scene with him and i can't really speak to um the Sarah character, and, like, what... I don't even know what was going through her mind. Right, like... This see, guy shows up on you your see this, backyard. Like, makes you a bust in the woods, and... and... And, like, where was she even gonna go with that? Like, oh, you made all of this stuff. Like, yeah, so what? Like, he's been out there for, like, days, like, dying, thinking he's, God. like, <laughs> in the middle of the forest, but he's, like, right. a mile in your backyard. It seemed like she was kind of impressed with the creativity. Yeah. Of what he did to maybe survive, like mm-hmm. to not mentally go but crazy. But like, also kind of really creeped out. I mean, her picture was on his wallpaper, and, it's they've, weird. Ne- and they've never met. And she, he and was she like has looking a... at her Instagram and shit. Yeah, like how did he even figure out her name? Like that's just I don't know. It's weird. It's weird, Hank. You should come on, Hank. You should stop that stalking. But overall. We'll wrap up in a couple minutes. Okay. We're like twenty-five almost. Okay. So that's okay. enough. That's fine. Do you I feel it? like we've kind of gotten all. Our... Do you cut this out? Like I don't know. Eh. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I mean, what else? What like final kind of wrap up thoughts? Final wrap up thoughts. I loved it. It was not what I expected, but it was at the same time because I was waiting for it to be weird. I was waiting to not understand it. I expected it to be weird, 
but for it to really kind of like open my eyes to a new worldview completely caught me off guard yeah but it's not even like a new worldview it's like what we've always been told like you know find your find your thing be happy with who you are but it's just right but i think filtering it through they did it yeah like filtering it through such a weird premise yeah it really kind of hit home for me yeah i think that like they brought us in through the weird and the funny and delivered the message in a way that's gonna stick and i think that a lot of movies could benefit from stuff like that absolutely especially with like all of the movies and tv shows that are dealing with bigger touchier subjects nowadays you know like mm-hmm. it's the it's the approach i would definitely say that absolutely all right well um brandon where can we find you online um i am across all social media platforms at bdon 1004 you can find me at ask ask underscore underscore reeves too many underscores. Too many. I couldn't. I didn't want to put too a number. I should just put a number. You should just change it. I should. Uh, like, ask I'll think about James. it. <laughs> Take his Twitter handle. <laughs> um, you can find the show at FYC underscore podcast. And you can email the show at FYCpod at gmail.com. Brandon, thanks for being on. Thank you for having me. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. And until next time. Hi, I'm Paul. <laughs> have a wonderful time. <laughs> have a beautiful day. <laughs> For your consideration, I'm Mike. Talk to you next time. <laughs>